Good morning to you. Good morning to me. And good morning to we. I repeat again. Good morning to you. Good morning to me. Good morning to we. And keeping in line with this channel of positivity through music, books, merchandise, and these uh, performances, uh, I just wanted to speak a little bit on some positivity and some possible enlightenment. And I wanted to speak about social media as it relates to life. Social media, we have shares, likes, and views. And we know that they will never be the same number, correct? That is also true in life. There will be those who like you and will let you know with ease. There is also uh, those that will share your moments and those that are around just to be aware of what you have going on. And I just want to let you know it's all good and you can't let that get to you. So that's going to be the first instrumental that we do and I do it live right in front of you. And it's entitled, Can't Let It Get To Me. Don't let none of this stuff, social media, the haters in your life, the onlookers, because guess what? Everyone is watching. And give them something to look at. Let's get to the top, not because of them, but we're going to ignore them and pray for them and hope that positivity reaches their heart as it reaches ours. All right, Lee Mims, LeeMimsProductions.com for all your positivity needs. And that has been one station of our uh, inspiration if you will we're going to hit some more of that throughout stay tuned Now you say, can't let it, let it get to me. 
you say Okay, let it, let it get to me Now you say Okay, let it, let it get to me Now you say Okay, let it, let it get to me Now you say Okay, let it, let it get to me
now you say Can't let it, let it get to me Now you say Can't let it, let it get to me Now you say Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. Appreciate you guys. Good morning to all. Um, we started out in the beginning and I uh, began talking about uh, morning inspiration and positivity. And we talked about shares, likes, and views as it compares to real life. So to catch you up on it, shares, likes, and views will never be the same number. Um, and it's also true in life. There will be people who like you and will let you know. They will, there will be no question if they like you. They will, they will uh, talk about you to others. They will share your, your content. They will talk about your positive. They will let you know you are, you are helping them along their journey. And then there are those who will share your moments. And they, too, will bask in your light and, and, and uplift you. And then there's just those who follow you don't like don't share don't subscribe don't talk about it and kind of give you that murky smirk like man yeah they think he's doing something she thinks he's doing something but the the uh, better part of that is if we have to continue on those journeys and not worry about those people because even those people that are watching you they're hoping to get something out of you and they ain't gonna tell you that they're watching you for a reason even if it's nothing more than get a little bit of joy still a little bit, a bit of joy off of you and keep it pushing the next thing that I wanted to talk about is um, forgiveness. Forgiveness doesn't mean giving the hurtful person his or her place back. To me, that's like being a willing victim. The forgiveness is for us, it's for ourselves, it's not for them, and it's not for them to get back and they feel great that you forgave them and then they get a chance all over again. That's not uh, good mental health practice. Which leads me to the next instrumental, which is entitled Mental Cleansing. Hope you guys enjoy. Good morning, brothers. Good morning, brothers.
Thank you so much. Sounds sounds good, bro. Do your thing. Majestic ah, music. Glad I could bring that to your front. Peace and positivity on on you this morning.
Good morning to all. Thank you for hanging out with me this morning. Hopefully I bring you some peace, positivity, and love and light to you on this fine day. few seconds to answer some of these questions how do you get that tone the tone that i have this is a fender mexican 
made. I have it on the, uh, the second position from the top right here. The strings that I use, I want to say these are slinkies and they're nines. All right. And I'll, after that, my tone, I have my bass probably at about 10 o'clock. I have my mids at about 11 o'clock. And my highs are about 1 or 2 o'clock. And um, that's on a ME70. And I have a touch of delay on and a spot a reverb. All right. Just enough to get that little sound, but not enough to delay so long until it goes into the next notes. Kind of a quick delay. I mean, I'm sorry, a quick reverb. Hope that answers your question. We're going to fill out, uh, finish out this jam real quick, and uh, we're going to head to the next one. Here we go. One of the other uh, items I'd like to thank you. Sounds good, bro. I appreciate that. Quality A Midnight. I'm assuming you're telling me it sounds great. What's the A Midnight? Let me know because I'm, uh, I'm a crumball and I don't know much. <laughs> One of the things that I speak of in uh, on my channel and um, through books and things of that nature, I talk about therapy and journey. And one of the things I like to say is that therapy is your own journey. Don't expect people to support you, therapy, or the journey. But I want to let you know that you got that. That is all on you, and that's meant for your betterment. And uh, don't worry about others. They'll catch up later. And if they don't, it wasn't meant for them to be with you, support you, behind you, or near you. That's something I just thought I would drop out there. All right. Let's see what we got next brewing. Uh, the next instrumental is entitled Stumble. And uh, it's one of my favorite ones. It's short instrumental. Usually people want me to play it longer and then I run out of sauce because it was meant to be short. So if that happens, we'll just create an extended version. But I just feel that in my spirit, want to drop that down on you guys. Stumble. Even when you stumble, 
it doesn't show any type of imperfection, then who cares if it does? Stumbling just means you were walking and you were moving forward, correct? And most people who are hating on you, those people are not moving at all. They're stagnant. And so with that being said, even when you stumble, if you're stumbling forward, that is still progress. Stay tuned for stumble. Just because someone stumbles, loses their way, it doesn't mean they're lost forever. Sometimes we all need a little help.
One of the instrumentals that has become my favorite is entitled Sweetness. And for the very reason I'm about to explain, I, I realized along this journey that I must focus on the sweet things of life and not necessarily the, uh, let's say, the, the bitter. And uh, along this journey, I've made a new friend through the Internet, and that is Steve, and he loves that jam. So generally when I see him, I cue it up because I know he enjoys that jam. If along the way you find a jam that you like and I see you in these internet streets all the time, you let me know and I'll cue one up for you too. But it's from my boy Steve and I'm going to say for me too because I enjoy it too. Sweetness. done is great work thank you appreciate that michael thank you i appreciate it this music is meant to uplift it's good for me first and i always tell my wife uh, this internet social media is me on my journey and i'm just allowing everybody to join me and i think when you're doing things for yourself and you feel good about it and it has touched your own soul it can only at least touch at least one other person and to me that's a win that's focus on the uh, sweetness of life. You know what I mean? You're welcome, brother. <laughs> for hanging out man being a great supporter
one, here we go.
go, here we go.
This next tune, I appreciate that, man. We try to jam a little bit. This next tune is uh, entitled Feel Good Music. Hopefully, you've been feeling good all along. But if not, got a little bit of groovy, little little medium tempo groovy type joint. LeeMimsProductions.com for all your positivity needs. Let's go. Welcome to the party, Queen. Thank you, Mike. Mike says, yo, he is doing a great work. I appreciate that, man. Uplifting spirits, that's what we do. Thank you. 
Steve's still one of the dopest guitarists appreciate that Mike says always bro I love it man we love you too man we appreciate this positivity man I may be jamming for you guys but the positivity that comes back is great man it's supposed to fill each other's cups not always draining you feel me here we go I'm gonna do one last round of this and we gonna get to something else but this feels so good man you can just sit on this jam for a minute <laughs> This next jam is an ode to my boy, Kirk Franklin. Took a little bit of his jam and we gonna splice it and dice it. And, you know, you feel me. Here we go. Oh, appreciate you. He says, wish I could start my day this way every day. Peace and love to you too.
instrumental was entitled Brighter Day. Uh, took a sliver of Kirk Franklin's uh, Brighter Day, and I just wanted to make it my own. And now you too can have a brighter day. And if today's looking a little dark, just know that the sun's got to come out eventually. This next jam, which would be appropriate because it's Sunday. So whether you're religious or not, you're spiritual or not, most people recognize Sunday, Sunday as a, a day of rest and rejuvenation, spiritual rejuvenation, peace, whatever you have, or reflecting over the week or what have you. And uh, just know if you're still in earshot of this, that you're blessed. And that's the name of this next instrumental, Blessed. Um, I used to like this song so much when it came out by Fred Hammond and I thought, man, I don't care how old he gets. His truth is still the same. Truth never breaks down. Lies do, but truth don't. And I'm blessed no matter what. Thank you. 
That's true, Dar. You're right about that, Dar. We are blessed. You already know.
All right, one of the things I said I like to do is create on the fly, and uh, we're going to see some things we can come up with. I have notes, obviously, so I'm just not out here looking crazy. But uh, let's see if we can come up with something mellow, some chill. You know what I mean? Let's see what we got. Let's jam. You right, Steve. What a morning, man. I appreciate it. morning Jonathan what's going on good brother got all my people coming in here this morning hey that was a good idea to get out of bed and jam this morning <laughs> let's see I think I want something a little softer mind you I'm not a piano player this is just so I can lay the guitar down <laughs> Just enough to get by. But Jonathan, that's the boy right there. Here we go. Oh, there it is. That's it. See what we can do here. Here we go. I appreciate that, man.
I appreciate that. Steve on drums, John on keys, man. Y'all all right. Let's see, here we go.
this is that shedding that negativity music right there get up under you you know what i mean
All right, all right. That was off the cuff. I think, uh, let's see what else we can come up with. Let's see what else. Thank you, Steve. Beautiful lead wrist. Great bass line to match kick. Thank you. How long have I been playing? I, I like that man. Smooth. Thank you, Jonathan. Somebody says, how long have I been playing? I always cringe when I say this because my parents always give me an older date and I give myself credit when I thought I sounded halfway decent. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to play it safe and say over 30 years. I was playing before I was 15, but I feel good in saying that's when I started playing out. But I was playing probably in elementary school. I wasn't that great, but I definitely started on my dad's old beat up guitar that I still have from when he was a kid. He was just like, man, I can buy you a better guitar than that. But it's something about having that piece of history, you know, around here. And I have it somewhere. I just don't know what I did with it. I have it somewhere. Probably put it in storage somewhere safe. But uh, yeah, so it's been over. I'm 45. I'll be 46 this year. I literally want to say I started playing somewhere in elementary. Nobody knew it because I wasn't playing out. I was playing in the house. By the time I probably started playing out, which was uh, when I belonged to the church, it was, oh boy, 92 maybe. So that would be about 30 years, but you know, you wasn't playing out until you knew all the keys. That's how my parents were. My mom is a musician and my dad. Like, bro, you ain't playing nowhere until you can play on all the keys. Who are my favorite guitar players? Oh, boy. I love that question. I guess we just going to stop playing music because that's going to be an all-dayer. My favorite guitar players. I like John Mayer. I like Eric Gales. I'm starting with recent players. I feel like a lot of my influences are not just guitar players. So when I hear guitar, I'm like, bass guitar, lead guitar, rhythm guitar. Um, Steve Vai over the years. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that 3G album. Um, it's, it's, uh, it was three of the biggest guitar players, Steve Vai, and it was two other guys, and I can't think of it because that's how old that album is. Um so let's see uh, george benson obviously joe pass um nice sounding jazz guitar solo guitars like i still don't know what the heck he's doing like in that music he's a beast all by himself nothing else just him you know on a lot of the projects um i think autumn leaves is one of the ones i really like by him um let me see here man it's those are the solid ones right there. I'm going to say that. And then there are like groups that I like. And somebody say, yes, Joe Satriani. Thank you. I knew it had to be an OG. Drop that answer. Yes, Joe Satriani is another one. A beast. That Manhattan song is crazy. It's like you listen to all the other tracks and it's like obviously Jazz Fusion. It's got rock, blah, blah, blah in it. But when they hit that Manhattan song, Yo, that thing is still touching my soul to this day. I still queue it up on the internet and play Manhattan. That thing is crazy. Somebody said in genres. I'm a fusion guitar player, so I started out playing the gospel, but because I learned by ear, I started just picking up different things and different genres from different places. And yes, I do like classic rock. I love gospel because I grew up in it and it's most familiar to me. Um... Somebody said Ernest Isley. Yeah, the Isley Brothers are cool. I definitely I definitely like them, but um, I can't say, honestly, that I listen to them, and that's why I learned. Like, um, 
some of my ways I learned because I came up in a strict religion where you didn't listen to anything but gospel. So um, I started playing like behind Mississippi Mass Choir on tape. If anybody even knows who that is. And if anybody knows who tapes are, that shows you how long I've been playing. So like even the splice that I just did, that live uh, that we just created, the lead line came from BB and CC Winans. And I can't think of his name. Uh, you pick me up those times I'm down. Dun, 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 dun. All because I knew I can't go wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Ever since that moment as you went to my heart. That song. So, like, it's crazy because when people are like, where do you get your lead lines? How do you play outside of the box or outside of the scale? How do you get out of scales? I know two scales. No lie. I've tried to sit down and learn scales, and I'm just annoyed with them. And I just want to play and feel the note versus learning that like scale. Yes, I know Mixolydian. I know some of the other ones. Um, but I'm like a pentatonic major, pentatonic minor. But where I get a lot of my lead lines and improvisation is listening to actual voices because that is who I actually learn from voices because I learned by ear. I did not learn traditional. What tips you got for anyone trying to become better at guitar? I'm stuck in scales. Oh, okay. Well, the word stuck indicates you're annoyed. I'm going to say count that as a blessing because once you open that box, those scales, you're going to have stuff that I don't even have. And not that I'm all that, but I've been playing for 30 years. And when I hear people put scales in places and they're like, man, I want to play like you. I'm thinking, man, I want to play like you. Like <laughs> you're pulling out these scales and stuff. So what tips do you have for anyone trying to become better at guitar? I'm stuck in scales. I always say. Go ahead and play behind singers, whoever you like. If you like Beyonce, if you like, I don't know, um, Mahalia Jackson, I don't know what this scheme is. If you like some of these new guys, Rod Wave, rappers, pull your albums out. Well, it won't be albums. It would be streaming platforms. Put on who you like and just go ahead and play to them and try to mimic what they're saying or what they're singing. And that's kind of the soulful parts of what I do because I rather, I'm not going to say rather, I lean to more of a vocal placement than scales in standard playing because I didn't learn in a standard way. I learned by ear. There was no guitarist at the church. Uh, we had two really big guitarists at the church at that time. One left and then another one left and then there was a space for guitar. I started out on drums, but I suck at drums. I do just enough to get by. I know how to do then just enough to, as I said, to get by. My cousin, who's a nasty drummer, man, he was in he was in the shadows and uh, he used to feel bad, man. They used to get me up off the drums, put him on there. He said he felt bad to this day. I said, hey, man, I sucked. They needed a good drummer. But that pushed me to go learn something like guitar. So once I found that space... Not to be arrogant, but I made it clear. Nobody's getting me up off of this unless you just want to hear somebody else. Not because I'm not doing the right thing. And I studied and I learned number system. Um, that's another way to learn. Learn the number system. Um, play behind singers. I talk about all this in my lessons. If you're interested, that's a cheap plug. Go to my lessons and I tell you step by step how I've done things. And I break down lessons and a lot of the lessons are broken down in similar fashions, but I'm going to be taking different um, instrumentals that like improvisational and then I play and I break it down. And then um, because I grew up gospel traditional I'll take some of those songs and break that down. And then out of those chords, you can take that 
and become more of a fusion guitar player because a lot of gospel jazz and rb all come out from one another like gospel was there first and then other things came out of it all right so let me go ahead and try to read this and keep up with you guys hey i'm an e a and c scale guy my dad is like you and he doesn't know any skills but he's really good i'm trying to become more creative i was a worship leader in san diego for calvary chapels and a lot of worship songs are in c yeah they are a lot of a lot of songs in c i only use i use c on the on the keyboard but then as you know as a piano player i transpose because I don't want to get stuck in C. I don't even want to get stuck in E. A lot of guys, when I started playing E, is their favorite because it's open. So open keys are better. I'm not going to say better. It's better for a new player. But when you want to get more soulful, those open chords don't give you that soul and that grit. You got you to gotta throw some other stuff in there. I'm just learning... That playing the phrasing is like a singer is how the greats played. Yes. Actually talk about that literally in my lessons. Phrasing is something that I lean heavily on. People are like, oh, man, you know, do you shred? I had one guy ask me that. I was like, I literally do not shred. Like, I'm not a shredder. I don't play fast. I came from a soulful background, hence hashtag soulful instrumentals on everything I do. It's not about speed for me. It's about digging into that song. My best times playing is when I'm playing with somebody that's singing. My wife says it all the time. It's like that person is locked in. I'm following you. It's almost like I take a George Benson style when I'm playing with somebody that's even singing gospel because if they like call and response, I'm on it. And if you don't know what call and response is, is if you go, I come back, but I might even add something on it, throw it back at you. If I know you have that range and then the singer will build off of each other's energy. Like, as you can see, you can feel my energy getting greater and greater talking about it because I just love that art of communication between keys um, and every other instrument or the singer and every other because the singer is an instrument that is literally an instrument like everybody doesn't have that gift. And um, yeah, so somebody said lessons. Yes, I have lessons in my um my link just click on it and i even made it i made it uh put the easy button on it it actually says guitar lessons on it as soon as you hit the link let's say guitar lessons is 17 lessons um the 15 dollar lesson is probably one of the gold ones because i literally talk about things like what we're talking about here and it's funny because if i didn't know any better i would have known you were in here when i was creating lessons and you, you guys are asking questions that are right in the lesson. So that makes me feel good spiritually that I'm already in the right path, giving people what they need without even have had talked to somebody beforehand. I got probably about 10 more lessons in, in the in the chamber that I'm working on at home. And um, it's getting difficult because trying to keep up with these lives and trying to get these lessons out because the lessons I feel are most important. Um, you would take a song like going up yonder, right? And if you know gospel, those are major sevens. Those same major sevens are in jazz chords because there are no jazz chords. There are no gospel chords. They're just chords being utilized in a way that that artist wants to use them. So through my language and people are like, oh, I like how you play. Do you teach? I teach, but I teach. How can I say it? I don't teach you to play like me. I will play and show you what I've done. And then you apply it your way. If that makes sense. And I do that through um, a couple gospel songs, 
I'm going to add more of that, break that down. But I do a lot of fusion guitar where I um, take chord progressions like the ones you groove into, and I tell you how I actually solo. I don't want to give all this stuff away because then nobody wanted to buy my lessons. But one of the things that I say, do when you're trying to get out of that box of scales, everyone around me is a tool to be utilized. I love the bigger the band, the better. So if you got a, a singer, and God forbid if you got more than one singer, that's going to be more than one style to choose from. So you may have an alto, you may have a soprano, and you have a tenor. Well, guess what? Those are three different ranges. And if they're singing, I have those ranges on my guitar. So when they do a lick, I'll call it a lick or a scale or something in their singing, I find it on my guitar. I have gotten more looks and more favorable, man, you a bad dude. Not because I'm playing scales, because I'm playing with the singer is singing. And they're like, somebody got my back out here. So that's just three right there. Three-part harmony. When you had a bass player, oh my gosh, you can lock in with a bass player. You get a keyboard player. You get an organ player. And guess what? The drums and percussion, they're not safe either. I remember when I used to play services with my cousin, which is me, him, or he and I, however, with the grammar, I'm sure the grammar guys would get me. Him and I would jam, and uh, we would hold it down. It just me, me, and him. You know, Sunday night, nobody's coming back because you've been to church all day, Sunday school, morning service, and nobody's coming in the evening. It would just be me and him holding it down, and it was because we are the rhythm section normally. So guess what? When he would hold it down, i tell you that brother was almost like he was playing chords and I could go off and do the lead and come back and then he would play. It's just, it's man, it's awesome. These are the things that you have at your disposal. Everybody around you, nobody is safe. <laughs> I can't read. So guess what? I'm listening. I'm playing off the baby in the back of the church. If they do something, they do a riff. I'm like, oh, I'm still in that. You know what I mean? I know that's a bit far-fetched, but everything is music. And I hear the washer and dryer beating against each other. You hear a whole rhythm. Everything is music. Everything is a song. Everything is instruments. Everything is notes. So don't worry about the scales. Yeah, keep the scales, but go ahead and listen to people and play outside of the scale. A lot of time it gets so technical, we lose the whole feeling of it. Well, even though you haven't played with a lot of singers, guess what? You have platforms on your phone. You have YouTube. You have Instagram. You have Bandcamp. Uh, you have Apple, Tidal, the radio, whatever you want. You hit play. I was, uh, I used to, when I met my wife, um, we just turned the radio on and I'd bring my acoustic guitar and I would literally just play whatever came on the radio. And um, you got to figure radio music is not that complex. It's not always the most complex, complex jazz and the most complex uh, classical music. When you're talking about regular music like pop culture, it's like three or four chords. And I talk about that in my lessons, too. And uh, once you get that, oh, my gosh, you can play anywhere. Just realize gospel, jazz and classical, are probably the hardest um, genres to play. So. If you play anything in between that, they're just looking for a basic um, rhythm section. Yep, got to feel it and the, and the singer that fits you. Everything you're singing is spot on. Yep, yep. Let's see what else we have here. Washer and dryer and 4-4. You already know. 
dunka, 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 dunka. <laughs> I'll sit here and make a beat out of that. All right. If there is no more questions, then I'll go ahead and get back to jamming again. Some of this very material that I speak of is in my guitar lessons. And I have 17 of them, and it's more than enough to get you started. And as time goes on, I'm just going to keep adding more lessons and more lessons and doing it from different angles of different songs. You got to realize how many lessons can a person take. After you've taken about 10 lessons, you have the building blocks um, to really be great after that. I mean, how many more lessons do you need? Once you learn the notes, once you learn um, some scaling, once you understand phrasing, and once you understand the musicians around you, those are the four basic blocks of understanding the singer. Yep, I say play to a, play to a singer, man. I'm going to tell you that was been my, my greatest thing. I've had people always, hey, can you record for me? Can you record with me? Can you come to my church? Can you come to this club? Can you play this? Simply because I listen. And I tell people flat out, if you got sheet music, I'm probably not your guy. I'm actually the guy who listens to the song because I can't read music. I will actually add something in there that wasn't in there. And they're like, oh, my gosh, like you, you just added your own flavor. No, I never had the original because I don't know how to read. So I'm left to my ear. So if it's a E, e major 11 and I, I feel like it's an E major 7 and I don't know that it's an 11, Guess what? I'm playing E major seven for that chord, which is a substitute. You can substitute all day long. But if you're doing verbatim, probably won't do that. I have to look that music up. So but what that does is what I feel is my shortcoming has become a strength because now it's like, man, you made that song your own. I had no choice. So but it's cool because there's something there is a lane for everybody. You know, so. Let me see. Play to a singer. Appreciate you. Y'all, I appreciate you too, Jonathan. Appreciate you, man. All right. I want to play a couple more jams and go ahead and get on out of here. Unless y'all are tired. I'm not really tired. I actually got sparked up just talking about this. I think I'm going to create another jam. Okay, I'll do that.
Somebody said, what key are you in? Okay. So you can do C major or A minor, uh, you know, applications there. But C major, D, D major, E minor, to F major, G major, A minor. Okay.
soul right there. And this is why I call myself a fusion guitar player. I'm sure if you look and you listen, you would never get Go Tell It on the Mountain, right? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. In light of the Christmas season, because we just came from that, I'm still thinking holiday season. But in this jam, those are pretty chords I wanted to use. So in order to play fusion, you have to think fusion. So I pull from my vocabulary in different places. Go tell it on the mountain. We just talk about that at Christmas season. And here we are jamming out in January. So I mix the two together. And that comes from listening to singers. So here we go. Everybody knows Go Tell It On The Mountain, right? Somebody said that takes a lot of soul for that sound. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. So watch what happens. And we're in C major, A minor. fusion I just went off into improvisation and then you would come right back home and it sounds neat and pretty because now you went back to what you started out right and that is fusion guitar that is instrumentals that is as long as you come back to your bass you hear these chords that's the beginning as long as I come back to that I can play the waltz I can play Mary had a little lamb long as I come back and that is fusion all right I know how to tell a story thank you so much and that's what music is telling the story that's what it is so watch this I'm gonna play Mary had a little lamb I'm gonna mix in go tell it on the mountain and I'm gonna do some fusion jamming right in there but I'm gonna do it as I feel it everything's a feeling and I talk about this stuff in the lessons but I'm gonna give this to you for free man this this this, this is a good vibe right here here we go watch what happens Thank you. 
All right. Um, I see fire. I appreciate that so much. And I hope you guys kind of got a little bit. I know we turned this jam section session into a a conversational roundtable, but I always feel like this. And this is something that I wrote down um, to put in a, another book. Um, documenting your hypothesis and your your experiments and your conclusion is not just specific to science. It's, it's specific to anything that we're doing. So why not document and help the next person out if we've already done the experiments and we always come up with a conclusion? I just feel like, hey, if I got something I can help somebody with, boom, there you go. No sense in you killing yourself when I already killed myself. I might as well <laughs> give it to you. You have more energy to fight another battle another day. All right. If there's any other questions before I sign off, I'm going to go ahead and make my kids some breakfast and my wife some breakfast. I don't hear anybody stirring around but my wife, so I can get ahead and get this Sunday morning breakfast. That's part of my peace and positivity. You know, shaking and baking. No pun intended with bacon. That is funny. Go tell it on a Mary Had a Little Lamb. Hey, you already know. And what is that called? Fusion. Huh? I fuse a nursery rhyme with an open jam and um, go tell it on the mountain. If that's not fusion, I don't know what it is, but that's how you, you create your own sound. Fusion, fusing things, putting things together. They don't go together. I watched my son make a chicken nugget on white bread, jelly, and then ketchup on a side sandwich. And he was just like, it's good. Who am I to tell that boy what is good? But what he did was he fused things I would never put together. I'm using jelly or peanut butter or just jelly or preserves on toast. I'm putting chicken nuggets with fries or a, a small salad or some version of that. And that's what I'm doing. But this kid came out of nowhere. He came out of 2006 and uh, 16 years ago he was born. And now he's making his own way with food. That kid's going places because he don't mind fusing and trying different things. It's no different than music. Go ahead and put some peanut butter and jelly, some okra, and some grits together and see what that tastes like. <laughs> Just like the cranberry salad. You right. The sweetness, right? Just go ahead and try what you have. And I talk about that in the lesson. There's a lesson talk about that I made. It's called Use What You Have. And that tells you how to get out of the rut of what you've been playing. Use the people around you. That's what that's what that's what they're there for. What's some advice on playing lead guitar? Lead guitar. Oh man, that's a whole conversation all by itself. I'm gonna try to narrow it down to three so I don't keep you because I'm an old guy who talks long on everything I speak of. Number one, know who you're playing with. Meaning if you have a bass player that likes to play high end, meaning his mids and highs are up, you're going to have to adjust to that. You're going to have to go ahead and play more mid range, mean, um, which means up your bass, up your mids. And that way it'll still sound full because you're the guitar player. You should be in mid range. But if he's in your range and maybe he's not unapproachable or you feel like you don't want to bother him or you want to feel comfortable you're going to have to adjust around that. Second thing, that means if that means for the organ too, um, not to be in their range. Find out what range they're in or a keyboard player, stay out of their range. It's all about being in your own placement. 
never play lead on top of somebody singing unless there's space for it. Otherwise, you are another vocalist and you're a challenge for them driving you insane. Um, phrasing is a big thing for me versus trying to shred and blah, 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 blah. I want to go ahead and um, somebody said play something. I've actually been playing. This is the Q&A section of uh, what we're done. I actually, I've been on here for almost two hours, so we're wrapping it up, actually. Um, I'm sorry, sir or ma'am. I can't see the, the name. I just see play something. But we're in the Q&A section. I'm sorry you missed all the playing, but I've been playing for like two hours. I'm now answering questions, the Q&A section. Um the other thing to answer your question, as far as um, being a lead guitar player, um, sound is most important. And that means find out what kind of licks you like to play, what type of sound you want to have. I'm more of a gospel jazzy player, so I like a mid-range until I'm playing distortion. And then I go to a higher range, and if you notice... I'll just hit down here when I want to get that um, articulate high end sound. If I'm playing more of a jazzier version or more gospel-y or R&B, I move it back. And now I can play chords or I can play lead with definition in my playing. Um, that's pretty much it. Sound, pickups, strings are important. Um, the lighter your gauge, the more chances you have of popping a string, but the easier it's to actually bend. If you put gauge 10s or 11s on, 11s are more for jazz for me. Cause I have a jazzy guitar, um, Joe Pass guitar, and I have heavier gauge because of the chords. I'm not doing much leading. I am doing leading, but I'm not doing heavy bending. Um, but if you're playing other genres and you want to bend, 9s and 10s are great. Uh think that's about it reverb is always my best friend just enough to feel it not enough to not make the sound articulate you put too much reverb it just sounds like a bunch of nonsense uh just know that so we talk about strings we're talking about being articulate we talk about your um pickups Branding of guitar for it depends on what you want to sound like, who you want to sound like. I talked about that earlier. Just kind of, you know, do a, do a, do a, uh, I don't know, exploratory adventure and go through who you really want to sound like or who you influence or most like. And then you can also look at their sound and their rig setup. But that's everything that I just answered is what I've been doing for years. Any other questions? All right. As old school would say, all hearts, minds clear. About to go ahead and get on up out of here and make my family some breakfast. Peace, love, and happiness to you. Okay, thanks. So great hanging out with you, bro. Yo, you welcome. And best wishes on your journey. Again, uh, you can always come back here and ask questions for free. I don't mind helping out. But if you want to do more of a deeper dive, I have plenty of guitar lessons and explanations like these inside of those lessons right in the link under um guitar lessons so great hanging out with you bro so great hanging out with you too steve always peaceful always positive and i appreciate the enlightenment inside the dms that we have because you are uplifting so much steve and i appreciate you too 
I believe I have another person in here. I don't know if that's Michael that's still in here. He's been in here for a minute. I want to say it's Mike. I'm not sure. I can't see very well from this distance on this tiny behind phone. Um, I want to say it was Mike. I'm not sure. Gentlemen at the top. Let me see. I'll tell you in a minute because I like to get my answers kind of relentless that way. I can't find it. I know he said something in here. I stink of remembering names. There's a gentleman in here that's been here like the whole time. I don't know whether it's Mike or another Steve. But I appreciate hanging out with me. All right. I appreciate all you guys that are still in here. I can't tell who's in here, who's not, because I suck at knowing what I'm doing on this Internet. So. Peace and love, blessings, positivity, and I'll catch you sometime in the next week. Steve from Albuquerque, I appreciate you. Steve from Albuquerque, what's going on? Um, yeah, I just do lives all times of the day because I never know when I'm going to have time. And I seem like it works well because the people who are steady jump on. So I appreciate you. I'm out. Peace. Happy Sunday to you, too.